All right, fellow fact checkers, want to remind you to go check out our wonderful sponsor, Fox and Sons Coffee. Now, Steve got his start by drinking coffee with his dad on Saturday mornings, and he wanted to carry on that legacy by starting his own coffee company and having something to pass on to his sons that they can carry on. So go over to foxinsons.com and check out Fox and Sons Coffee. And if you use the promo code FCT for fact check this, you get a 10% discount on any order of $20 or more. So please head over to Fox and Sons Coffee and get your day started off with a great, great cup of some incredible coffee. They've got the dark blend and a light blend, and they've even got decaf for those of you who get a little bit jittery. Uh, No one in my audience would ever get jittery. But head over to Fox and Sons Coffee. Check them out. All right. Let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This podcast. All right. Fact Check This podcast. And the next couple articles that I do are going to be a little more lighthearted than, especially a little more lighthearted than the last couple, or at least the. Uh, one from a couple weeks ago or earlier on anyway uh yeah y'all know what i'm talking about the child born one um this is going to be a lot less heavy than that was thankfully um but but this is a fun article and i wanted to i wanted to look at it uh it kind of gets at the heart of which i've said it multiple times over the two years that i've been doing this like the reason that i started doing this is because the fact checkers were such complete and utter trash like anytime you would have a fact checker like an idiot i would read them if i posted something and i got fact checked as being misinformation or being wrong or missing context or what have you i wanted to see what i got wrong like i'm not some crazed right winger I'm not some anti-science, anti-human rights, anti-whatever-the-fuck. I'm anti a lot of things, but usually not any of the things that I'm accused of being anti. Uh, So whenever they would, you know, these fact-checkers would pop up, I want to see what it is. Because if I am wrong, I want to know that I'm wrong, and I want to figure out what the truth is so that I can accurately uh, deliver that. But the fact checkers never proved me wrong. In fact, they almost never refuted me in any way. And so, I got fed up with it. And one of those fact checkers is PolitiFact. So today we're going to look at an article. PolitiFact is to fact what Pravda was to truth. And this is from Dennis Prager. You may recognize the name of Prager. You uh, for whatever you may think of Dennis Prager, he is very good on a lot of things, and he's a very uh, articulate person. He, I like listening to him talk about stuff, even on stuff that I don't necessarily agree with him on. I like listening to him talk about stuff. He's He knows what he's talking about for the most part. So, digging right into the article. During a recent broadcast, I said that once Elon Musk takes control of Twitter, Twitter will be flooded with hate. And a lot of it will come from people on the left who want to show how hate-filled it is. It's like their race hoax industry. If you see a noose on a college dorm of a black student, the odds are overwhelming that the noose was put there by a black student. If you see the N-word on a dormitory building, 
the odds are overwhelming that a black student actually did that. We're filled with race hoaxes. And if you haven't seen some of these that have been going on uh, recently, like not just race hoaxes, but uh, the anti-LGBT stuff, there was a there was a gentleman in New York that they claimed that it was uh, right wing terror going on in the city against the LGBTQ community community. And people were throwing bricks through the windows of gay bars and gay clubs and gay restaurants. And they even had video to back it up. Except that it turned out the guy who threw the brick, it was only one instant. There weren't multiple. It was just the one, but they played it as if it was multiple. And then it turned out that the one incident where it did happen, it was a gay guy. And he was mad because they were full and they didn't have seating for him. And he wanted to eat at that place. So he threw a brick at their window. There's a lot of time and effort that go into drumming up all of these controversies and all of this right-wing hatred. Because they have to spend a lot of time drumming it all up and manufacturing it because it doesn't exist just naturally, uh, especially not the way that they pretend that it does. One of the better known self-proclaimed fact checkers, PolitiFact, declared my claim false. They offered no refutation of what I said and provided no examples of nooses or the N-word on campuses perpetrated by white supremacists. Instead, they made a self-defeating argument. Experts who track hate crimes told PolitiFact that there isn't even a nationwide data source that Prager could have used to pin down the number of instances, real or fake, that specifically involved hanging a noose or scrawling the racist insults on college buildings or grounds. So if there's no such database, how could PolitiFact declare what I said false? At most, they could say, maybe true, maybe false. They quote a man who devotes his professional life to lying about how racist America is, Brian Levin, director of the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism at California State University, San Bernardino. Mr. Prager is long on hyperbole and bigotry and short on facts, said Levin. What Prager claimed is a lie. He's he's going to get into it as he goes, but this is this is the this is the insane thing that they always do is they say that that's false, that's misinformation, that's a lie, whatever, but they don't provide anything to back up why it's false, why it's misinformation, or why it's a lie. They simply say it is because they don't like what you said, and so it has to be a lie. It can't be true. The very fact that PolitiFact cites Levin proves how unserious PolitiFact is about pursuing truth. PolitiFact cites FBI statistics about all hate crimes, not about campus nooses or inward graffiti on dormitories which is specifically what I spoke about. Excuse me. That was another dishonest ploy on PolitiFact's part. Moreover, if you look up all the examples of hate crimes on the FBI list, the list is completely irrelevant to what I said. It lists hate crimes regarding gender, gender identity, disability, commerce violations, drug offenses, gambling offenses, and many more examples of hate crimes that have nothing to do with racism, let alone racism on campuses. It was fraudulent of PolitiFact to cite the FBI stats. So then, 
Here are just a few examples of race hoaxes concerning graffiti and nooses on campuses over the last 15 years. If PolitiFact can show that these examples are not, in fact, hoaxes or alternatively provide an equal number of verified examples, PolitiFact's assessment of my claim may be valid. If PolitiFact cannot do so, it lied. In 2007, Madonna G. Constantine, a psychology and education professor at Teachers College, Columbia University, claimed she found a noose at her door. NBC News described her as a respected professor at Columbia University Teachers College. This incident is the latest in a growing number of noose incidents in the United States since the one that punctuated the racially charged controversy in Jenna, Louisiana. The subsequent investigation revealed that Constantine made it all up. And it also turned out that the racial controversy about the noose incident in Jenna, Louisiana, had nothing to do with the noose. In 2013, Oberlin College shut down classes after a series of purported hate crimes. According to the Oberlin Review, anti-Black and anti-gay vandalism, hate speech, have plagued the campus. Whites Only was written above a water fountain. <clears throat> N-word oven was written inside the elevator, and no in words, was written on a dormitory bathroom door. Activists implied the incidents were tied to Black History Month, as was a menacing person on campus who allegedly donned a KKK hood and robe near a Black dormitory known as African Heritage House. It was all a hoax. No one wore a KKK hood or robe. It was a woman wearing a coat. Cornell University law professor William Jacobson, who tracked the Oberlin story on his blog, Legal Insurrection, said the fraudulent incidents may be the greatest race hoax since Tana Brawley. In 2013, at Vassar College, at Vassar College messages such as avoid being, uh, not sure, uh, fuck in words, and hey, tranny, know your place, were all hoax carried out by the left-wing leader of the school's official bias incident response team. You know, if you're going to lead the bias incident response team and you don't have any incidences of bias to respond to, cook them up yourself. You got to keep yourself in work, right? In 2013 at the University of Iowa, a black student claimed he was beaten up at a bar, prompting massive uh, campus outrage. But police later determined the alleged victim was actually an active participant and even an instigator in the bar brawl. Don't get your ass kicked and then say that you were the victim of a... <laughs> especially if you started it. That's like that's like picking a fight with somebody and then calling the cops and charging them for assault after you get your butt kicked. Like take your beating like a bitch and move on. <laughs> Dumb shit. In 2013, at Clemson University, administrators accused white students of a hate crime, banana peels hanging from a tree branch. They knew it was a hoax. The incident was dubbed Banana Gate. Why are phony hate crimes so common, especially on college campuses? James Tur uh, Toronto asked the Wall Street Journal on May 2nd, 2013. Why didn't PolitiFact, which has been around since 2007, rate Toronto? In 2014, a University of Chicago student who claimed his Facebook page was hacked and filled with racist and violent messages against him and another student faked the attack. He was a white leftist. In 2015, a, Mus a Muslim University of Texas student claimed she was stalked and threatened by an anti-Muslim man with a gun. She later confessed that she made the incident up. 
2015, University of Delaware students discovered three nooses near the hall where the Black Lives Matter group had protested conservative com uh, commentator Katie Pavlovich the day before. It turned out the objects were remnants of paper lanterns left over from a previous event. In 2015, a bag of poop was found on the doorstep of Vanderbilt University's Black Cultural Center. Most of the school initially believed it was put there due to racism. It turned out that a blind female student walking her dog could not find a trash can to throw away the dog's excrement. In 2015 at Keene University, the person behind the I will kill every black male and female at Keene University tweet and other similar ones was a black female activist, the former president of its Pan-African Student Union. In 2015, at Delta College in Michigan, a social media post read, I'm going to shoot every Black person I can on campus starting tomorrow morning. It was posted by a Black student. In 2014, a Grand Valley State University student who found gra racist graffiti, Black B die and F Black History Month on her dorm room's uh, door doors whiteboard in mid-February was the person who put it there the Grand Valley Police Department announced. Cameras are a hell of a thing. Hell of a thing. In 2016, at Elon University in North Carolina, a scribble bye-bye Latinos hasta la vista after the 2016 election turned out to be written by a Latino student. In 2016, three Black Sunni Al uh, Albany students fabricated a racial hate crime. They alleged that they were the targets of racial slurs and attacked by a group of white men on a bus, but video evidence and 911 audio showed the women were the instigators. In 2016, ABC News reported that Bowling Green University police say students lied about politically driven attack. Alicia Long, a Black student, said she was assaulted and called a racial slur, but she made the story up. In 2016, a female Muslim Barrett College student who claimed she was assaulted on a New York subway train by three drunk white men shouting Donald Trump was arrested for making the whole thing up. In 27, the College Fix chronicled 17 race hoaxes on campuses. One example, the University of Southern California's Department of Public Safety confirmed that the person who had adhered a sign reading no black people allowed that featured a makeshift Confederate flag and MAGA on the gate of a campus residence was African-American. Another example, some Black Air Force Academy cadets discovered racial slurs written on their dorm, dorm doors, including go home in words. Two months later, a Black student was determined to have written the slurs. In 2017, a Black man filed a false police report about graffiti containing the N-word and a threat he painted on his own car near Kansas State University. In 2018, the college fix determined the student responsible for racially charged graffiti found at the University of Maryland was Black. In 2018, a threat on social media that had targeted African-American students at Chesapeake High School in Maryland was written by a Black student. In 2018, a Black student at Goucher College was charged with malicious destruction of property after investigators determined he was responsible for graffiti that targeted specific individuals, including himself. In 2021, the college fix identified 11 confirmed hoaxes and six likely hoaxes. In 2022, Illinois law enforcement announced that a black female student at Southern Illinois University would be charged with filing a false police report claiming she received notes saying, die, bitch, and black people don't belong. Litifact is owned by the Pointer Institute. Now, here we go. I've pointed this out a number of times. 
look at the Pointer Institute and look where their funding comes from. PolitiFact is owned by the Pointer Institute, a left-wing organization funded in part by George Soros. The primary purpose of Pointer and PolitiFact is to malign conservatives just as they did me. But the real punk in the story is Brian Levin, director of the hate center known by its Orwellian name, the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism. Let him provide an equal or greater number of true examples of inward graffiti and nooses on campuses placed by white supremacists. If he doesn't, he's lying, which would not be surprising. As I've said all my life, truth is a liberal value, and it's a concern and and it's a and it is a conservative value, it is not a left-wing value. The Pointer Institute just here's the crazy thing is it's a hundred percent public. The Pointer Institute's funding is a hundred percent public. All you have to do is go to their website and you can pull up all of their donors. And it's 90, uh, I had the exact number. I want to say it's 92%. I really want to say it's 95, but I think it's 92% of their funding comes from either massive corporations that dump literally hundreds of millions of dollars into Democratic politicians and left-wing bullshit. Or it comes straight from Democrats themselves. Democratic politicians are some incredibly wealthy people. They get all the money. Um, yeah, it's where the Pointer Institute's money comes from is pretty nuts. <laughs> but going back to this, like talking about the the fake hate crimes, like he. He missed several that I know of. There was one in Louisiana, I believe it was at LSU, where a girl had her, uh, I want to say it was a Muslim girl, had uh, racially motivated stuff spray painted on her car. And then when they checked the cameras later, they found that she spray painted it on her own car. Um, and, and that, you know, all of this is without going without talking about the juicy smollett thing and like we have such a massive problem with racism in this country that literally have to manufacture dozens upon dozens upon dozens of fake hate crimes just to prove what a terrible problem we have with racism And all of these fact checkers, they're all completely full of shit. None of them, none of them can back up any of what they say. Every video that I've had taken down from YouTube, I brought to my appeal actual websites and research and stats and data and information to back up everything that I said for the stuff that I got flagged for and got that got taken down. I can prove that the things that I said were not false, were not misinformation or disinformation. And that doesn't matter. And it's that's the way it is with this these fact checkers. It's Orwellian in nature, as as Prager said there. You know, the 
whenever you see the fact checker and you see what the the headline says just assume that it's the opposite it's like johnny says on peddling fiction like whatever they name a bill that's coming out of congress whatever the name of the bill is assume that it's going to do the exact opposite that's the way all of this stuff works like they're telling you what they want you to believe while they do the exact opposite thing because they know you're fucking stupid not you that are listening to this show but the collective humanity humanity is collectively fucking stupid we have really not evolved past being cavemen we just have cooler toys that's it we are still morons we are still violent we are still all of the things that are bad about humanity we just have cooler toys and things to distract us to keep us from being like that so when we read this these headlines or even for the god bless them for the really really dumb ones who don't just read the headline, but who read the first paragraph just to make sure. Just to make sure. That's where all the meat is of what they want you to believe. And every time, I've said it I don't know how many times, every time you look at one of those fact checkers, if you get two, three, four paragraphs in, that's where... The worm turns. And that's where they start to tell you, well, actually, none of those things you said were false, but we don't like them. So we're going to say they're false because misinformation. Oh, gosh. Hadn't this been fun? Send me all the fact checker articles. Like I, I like I like reading those and, and looking at them because they are always so insane. And I can almost disprove everything that they say every time. Uh, it's or hell, a lot of times I don't even have to be the one who disproves it. They do it themselves if you just keep reading the article. So uh yeah, fact check those fact checkers. Fuck them bitches. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week. I will be back uh, next time to talk about why do progressives support Democrats? Now, I'm not suggesting that progressives uh, should support Republicans. No, no, fuck those bastards. They can go on somewhere else. They should they should do their own thing. Join the Green Party. I don't give a shit. Uh, but they shouldn't be supporting Democrats. <laughs> so anyway, that'll be next time. Hope everybody has a great day. Later. Don't forget to head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com and check out our longest and most favorite sponsor, Carlos Vanessa Abelar and Paloma Verde CBD. Get all of your CBD needs and you get 10% off your order of $75 or more, plus anything over $75 is free shipping. So head over to PalomaVerdeCBD.com to get all your CBD needs. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you.